Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Roughed Up Podcast 2018 NFL Week 4. We skipped a week last week, uh, had some uh, folks including myself on the road, but we're back in action. And by we today, I mean my friend Mike Roy and I, which are the two tied for first uh, in the uh, annual pick and pool out of 200. We tied for first and so this is the winner's edition of the podcast. That's right. After a week of being sick, I return to the podcast, a winner, up in the start of the season, week three, feels good, make some money. Yeah, just for uh, for those who don't aren't aware about what this contest we're in is, it's a 200-person contest every week. Uh, we pick every game, and uh, last week had a couple strong against performances. Against the spread. Against the spread, that's right. Uh, and I think we both went, what, 12-4? and four? Yeah, 12-4. Yeah. and four. Yep. yeah, not bad. And then in addition to that... I'm actually off to quite the start on my individual game by games. Um, I'm 14 and five, 14 units nice. uh, against five units, so plus nine units. Not bad for uh, the first three weeks of the season. Got to feel good about that. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get right into it. We are going to do the as always. We'll do the primetime games, and then we'll each pick a game as our best bet. So first off, let's do the Thursday night game, primetime. Minnesota Vikings at the Los Angeles Rams. Vikings coming off of a pretty shocking loss to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, You shared a headline that was pretty tremendous. Uh, I'll read it back here. The Bills, more than two touchdown underdogs last week in Minnesota, had played some of the worst football known to man in their first two games of the season. Had a man retire at halftime in Week 2, and absolutely no one, except for us, thought they had a chance on the road against the defending NFC North champs. So naturally, they jumped out to a 27-0 lead. Anyways... The aforementioned team that gave up a 27 to nothing lead uh, goes to the L.A. Rams, who look like the strongest team in the NFL. I think, uh, in fact, that they might be one of the current favorites in addition to the Chiefs, I believe, um, as far as futures. And uh, and they are a 7.5-point favorite against the NFC finalist Minnesota Vikings. What do you like here? Yeah, the Bills comment's pretty funny, pretty spot on there. Um yeah, like you said, the Rams, they look like one of the more complete teams in the NFL, if not the most complete team on both sides of the ball. Um, and I think each week I bet against them, thinking that the spread was too big or that they'd come back down to earth. And, of course, like the Chiefs, just continue to put up points, even with less than ideal defense. Like the Chiefs have, I think, what like the second-worst defense in the NFL, but still just put up just obnoxious amounts of points. So in this case... You have a team in Minnesota that, you know, no, no team is as bad as they look week one versus week two, and they just couldn't have looked worse on national TV. Well, I guess it wasn't national, but just they couldn't have looked worse last week against the Bills. So this point spread is probably inflated by at least four or five points here. Um, I, think on, I think like on a neutral field, Vikings or Rams, two powerhouse teams might be a field goal to the Rams side right now, or even a pick them, honestly. So... The fact that it's seven and a half points is just showing all the disrespect for what happened last week in Minnesota. Um, and it's just, I think this is one of those things where I keep betting against the Rams and I keep losing. And, <laughs> I, you know, it's just, I, I think I'm going to just roll with the Rams here until <laughs> I get, until I, you know, lose a ticket. And I just, Minnesota, after that loss, now with all this media attention come, going on the road to LA, who just, has no fault in their, you know, in either defense or offense, special teams. Um, I think LA wins by 10, maybe double digits here. Um, 
a Thursday night game, I can never decide if there's any advantage to like if there's to the home team, to the team that's more prepared, to the team that came off a win feeling good. Like there's, it's just so unpredictable with these Thursday night games that I think the home team, in general, I, t- I tend to favor. Um, last week it worked with the Browns getting the first win, and here the Rams. I think they're just going to be fired up. Um, and Minnesota just I don't know where they're at mentally with this game. So. Give me the Rams, even though it's a lot of points. I know. I just, I'll, I'll roll with them until I prove another otherwise here. <laughs> yeah, you talked. You were talking me into the Vikings the whole way, and then you flipped at the end. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I think you did enough. I'm, I'm on the Vikings here. This actually would have been one of my picks. I didn't realize it was a, a primetime game already, but I, I would have taken the Vikings here. I think this is too many points, like you said. Uh, Rams look good. They are definitely one of the top, you know, two or three teams in the league. But at the same time, they're not that much better than the Vikings. I think the Vikings are still a strong team. Vikings, uh, you know, had a, got off to a rough start last week, but they did shut out uh, the Bills in the second half. That defense is, is I think, still quite good. Rams also um, are, have lost a key to lead for eight weeks, uh, put on the injured reserve. So that's one uh, that's one weapon down. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, I like I like the Vikes here. I think the I think the points are, are too much. You know, they could good defense. I, I trust a good defense to keep it close. What's Marcus Peters' status too? Like he he is up. questionable. Questionable, right? Yeah. So yeah, Akib is out, and Peters questionable. It makes sense that the Vikings will bounce back and be the sort of dominant team that we've expected them to be here in this spot. It's just. For me, it's a vote more for the Rams than against the Vikings, just to not pin against them. But I could easily see this being just a really good coin flip game, a field goal either way. Fair enough. And then, uh, so then now we'll go on to the next uh, next primetime game, which is, it seems like this is the Sunday night game twice a year, every time they play, and it's Ravens-Steelers. In Pittsburgh yep. this time, Steelers, three and a half point favorites after beating the uh, previously win, previously undefeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In a, uh, they actually barely hung on to win. That was a, that was a really tight one, um, but they are three and a half point favorites hosting the Ravens. But, um, I'll go first on this one. I, I don't really like either of these teams to be honest with you. I think three and a half is very very fair. Um, I will always in a game that I think is fairly close go with the team with the better quarterback. And as much as I don't particularly like Ben Roethlisberger, I trust him much more than I like Joe Flacco. Um, and so I'll take Steelers, give the three and a half, but I will not be putting too much on this one. Hmm, that's interesting. I thought, like, you'd say in a game that's pretty evenly matched in a, a divisional matchup, take the points of the mm. quarterback. Mm. So I was, I think, in the last, I don't know, dozen matchups that, that these teams have faced, it's always been a field goal or less, just super close, like sort of like a classic NFC East battle, you know, like Cowboys and Giants sort of just toss a three, call it a game. So here I see the half and the hook, and I just lean Ravens just for that half point. Um, mm. I don't know. Pittsburgh baited. It, it, yeah, it, it could be a trap, but and and uh, the, uh, the Steelers are at home, and Big Ben always plays well at home. But the Le'Veon Bell's drama continues. Um, who knows? But I think here just take the take that the the hook at the half point in a close divisional matchup. And Baltimore is actually playing pretty well right now. Um, I think they looked pretty good last week. Um, yeah, so give me the give me the points. All right, fair enough. We're on opposite sides for two games here, so the winning podcast uh, <laughs> yeah. diverting already from uh, from last week. All right, our Monday night game, another in your division rivalry, 
the high-flying Kansas City Chiefs with their elite offense that cannot seem to be stopped against the Denver Broncos, who looked a little less exciting than uh, than some had hoped, including myself last week, losing uh, on the road against the Ravens. But they're home here this week, and they're getting five points against the interdivision Chiefs. What do you like here? Yeah, the Broncos always play well at home, and their defense, well, not what it was a couple of years ago. Uh, still pretty pretty good, especially at home. Um, I actually haven't seen much of Broncos games yet this season, either just from whatever TV I'm watching isn't on or they haven't been. But uh, Keenum looks at least like decent, um, acceptable, like an average quarterback, not making too many mistakes. Um, and they're 2-0 at home, and they play well at home. So Broncos getting a bunch of points at home seems to be kind of the the play. But again, much like my Rams pick, I just, I've gone against the Chiefs. Um, so many times we've just gotten burned because this team just <laughs> continues to put up points. And much like the Rams, they look so complete on offense. Defense is a question mark. They actually have one of the worst defenses, I think, in the league. Um, just yards allowed, lack of pressure. So but I just don't see the Broncos, like, torching them. Like, I just don't see Keenum putting, you know, putting up points against any defense, really. But um, I think the Chiefs offense will win out here. Um, Mahomes seems unfazed by anything that that's tossed at him. Um, he already won twice on the road, so lane five and a half. It's not ideal in a division game that should be pretty tightly contested with a good Denver defense at home. But the Chiefs are just rolling on offense, and until they slow down or show me otherwise, I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs. We are on opposite sides on all three of these. I am on the Broncos here. Uh, I like the Chiefs. I have been on the Chiefs uh, every week so far. And been well well served, but uh, home underdog getting five points in in the division. All those things to me point to a closer game than five, uh, and and the home team getting five is, is too attractive to pass up for me. I feel like the Chiefs, like you said, elite offense, but they have been playing basically perfect offense. Mahomes is at 13 TDs in three games is is unreal. Uh, they're they're due for a little bit of a correction. It may not, you know. I I still think, like I said, they're probably. Uh, you know, a, a favorite for the at least the the, the conference championship game, uh, the way they're looking. But at the same time, you know, this isn't a team that's a 16 and 0 team. I think this is a place where they could stumble, potentially even lose the game, um, interdivision on the road. Like I said, um, and especially with that defense, like you said, they've allowed 28, 37, and 27 to the Chargers, Steelers, and Niners, uh, and the Niners without a you know without Garoppolo even finishing that game. So. I like the Broncos here. I will definitely have money on them. I will definitely not watch the game because it is hard <laughs> to root for a team like that um, against a team as exciting and, and, and sort of explosive as the Chiefs. But I do think the situation and I do think the defensive um, the defensive uh, players they have are, are going to be enough to keep it close at the very least. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. All right, pick of the week. Let's see. So, oh crap! I keep hitting tab, which is my push to talk, and then it, like messes <laughs> up my browser. I had to find it first. Fair enough. No, no worries. Okay. Um, so, I'm looking at. Hmm, there's a lot of games I just really have no feel for, like. Jacksonville laying seven and a half at home after they just put oh, up six against the no Titans. Way. And it's, I mean, the Jets, I think, have some fight in them. Again, and then so the Falcons. So the, 
the one to me that kind of jumped out was the Falcons. Um, I think the Falcons' offense is really good. They 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 put up points in every game, um, but they've lost some kind of not nail biters, but just it, like bad spots. Like week one, the opening game of the season, they lose. You know, at Philly, it's a tough spot. And then they lose a shootout with the Saints, um, where we see Drew Brees has like the best weapons around him and can do no wrong. So the Falcons somehow are one and two. Um, <clears throat> and I think this is a, a good spot for them. They stay at home the third week in a row, laying five points to the Bengals, who kind of came out firing like two and zero, oh, and then they lost finally. But now they're on the road again. Um, so, yeah, Bengals were on the road last week, right in Carolina, and now they're here two weeks in a row on a, against a squad and a, um, a Falcon squad that should or is, is kind of hungry for a win to kind of prove that they that, that they can hang with the Saints in the division and get back in the mix because they played well, they put up points, and but they're one and two. So I look at this as a spot where the Falcons want to win. They will come out firing. Their offense is not slowing down. A defense is questionable, and they have a lot of injuries on defense. So. But I just don't see the Bengals two weeks in a row on the road putting up points to match this, this Falcons offense. Um, I kind of like this line a little closer to six or seven, honestly. So I think that five is a little bit of a discount. Um, I see the Falcons kind of taking this game, taking the control early. Um, a lot of a lot of Julio, a lot of Calvin Ridley. Um, and I do like them a lot to win. Win outright, for sure, and to cover. So. Mm. I feel like these are two teams that have uh, huge variance week to week where they yeah. can look great and then the next week they look awful. And I think it has a lot to do with both their quarterbacks and their coaches who are very inconsistent in their performances. The Falcons are a, t- a team that can score 42 one week and three the next week. And it's just they look unbelievable and then horrible. And I, I just I never get a good enough feel for them to to, to give points even at home. Uh, especially against what is, I think, a competent team in Cincinnati. You know, they're solidly middle of the pack. Um, so that one's a little scarier to me. I probably won't touch it. But see what you're saying there with Atlanta. You're on some favorites this week. Yeah. Um, but now like seeing the list, there are a couple of home dogs that I love. All right. And I just I just looked up at the game above it at the Titans getting points at home, and I do love that game too. I love Tennessee. Mm. Um so not sure where your pick of the week is, but my my alternate pick would be Titans at home getting points. Um, I, I like that a lot. Titans, yikes! That is not a team I like at all, um, <laughs> for for a lot of reasons. But I am gonna go actually to another team that I don't think is good, which is the Dallas Cowboys uh, hosting the Detroit Lions, who just beat the Patriots. Uh, Cowboys just lost on the road to the Seahawks, twenty four thirteen. Uh, I, I'm actually going to be on the Cowboys here. I am uh, testing out a hypothesis, which is that teams get hyped to play the Patriots, and then the following week is a letdown. And so I'm going to play the letdown here. I say the Lions shot everything they had at, at Brady and the Pats last week, and, and this is going to be a little bit of a disappointment for them going on the road to Dallas. It's a three-point spread. I think Cowboys Cowboys take this one. Uh, this, is, this is Stafford's time to have a Stafford-like game. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Just because Dallas, I just they look so incompetent in Seattle, and just the weapons, <laughs> like it's just they don't have the weapons on offense to put up points. Um, it's it's 
the Zeke show and Dak is having to put a lot of pressure on him to, to make plays. And like it was a tough spot in Seattle against the winless Seattle squad that had to win. But here, I, I, I just don't know. I think it's more of a vote of confidence against Dallas that, that, that they can score. Because we know a Detroit can, well, now that they have a rusher in uh, carry on Johnson, that I kind of like lines in this spot, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. We're going completely at odds here. Five picks, five five alternate opinions. So, uh, well, I guess my my opinion on the Falcons game was not strong. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I if I had to pick, I would actually have taken the Bengals and the points. So we'll uh, we'll have <laughs> we'll have uh, very different results this week after fairly similar ones last week. Um, any any other quick ones you want to touch on? I will say. Bears Bucks looks very close to me. I won't touch that. Eagles Titans, I don't like those teams at all. I won't touch that. Um, Wentz just didn't look that uh, that sharp, and he's yeah. still coming, you know, coming off injury, and now they're on the road. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's it's not a big lean either way, but I think just the points should be a little less than. Four. I mean, like Titans should be a little. I think it's it's uh, twenty points at home. How do you feel about Seahawks cards? Cards are pretty bad. But the Seahawks aren't great either. Yeah, the Cards might be the worst team in football, if not already are the worst team in football. Um, they play Seattle tough, even with back of quarterbacks, though. Yeah, so Rosen getting the start, getting the keys to the to the offense kind of scares me. I think I'm going to be on Arizona. Yeah, that would be the lean, but I think Seattle's defense might come to play and uh, give Rosen a hard time here. So I just can't trust a rookie quarterback making his first start against – like even if it's a shell of of uh, Seattle defense, it, it's it's still, I don't know. Yeah. What about a uh, what about Raiders Browns? We got we got a little extra time since we didn't have the rest yeah, of our crew. Yeah. I I I feel like I want to take the Raiders because I feel like people want to favor the Browns here. Like I actually think Browns on the road getting three is like a little not enough for the public perception on the Browns. Like I think people really don't think the Raiders are good, and I don't think they're good either. But I think. Three points at home against the Browns, that's not much. The Browns are yeah. still, still the Browns, even even though they seem to have a competent rookie quarterback and some talent on defense. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Baker making his first start on the road officially as a starter. But this he is... looked so sh- sharp on that game last Thursday. Like, Yeah. I, I would also I, add this is this is the Raiders' season. I mean, I, I think they're done no matter what. But 0-3, this is where, you know, throw the kitchen sink at it. If you lose this game, you're done. Yeah, can't lose home games to the Browns. A lot of pressure on Oakland here for sure. It's just after what you saw from Oakland in the first three games, do you want to lay points with them? Uh, (laughs) No, but it's a home game, so I feel like it's not really laying points. Yeah. What about Giants Saints? This is one where I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the Giants, even though I don't like them. I don't like them either. But home dog outdoors, Saints outdoors. That's that's an old old favorite for me. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I don't know. I think the Saints' uh, weapons on offense are so ridiculous. It's, it's just hard for uh, the Giants, I think, to match that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. No real strong play there. I do like the Chargers though against a backup quarterback. <laughs> We're just <laughs> picking every every game the opposite. I'm gonna, opposite. I'm, I'm uh, taking the Niners, Niners in the ten and a half. The Chargers are not a great home team historically, especially since they've moved because. Uh, well, for a lot of reasons, but I, I, I think 10 and a half. Everyone, the first thing, see, so for me, a lot of my analysis of these games is what is the first thing someone would think about with this game? And I go the opposite of that. 
because I think that's where you find an edge, right? It's like a point or two here goes for public opinion. And the number one thing has to be Garoppolo's out. And this team sucks without him. We all saw how bad they were without him last year. And so I think I want that extra, you know, to me, it's probably several points, right? Because they were, let's say they play this game with a healthy Garoppolo. You think it's three, maybe four? So we're talking about either yeah. a six or a seven point swing for the quarterback, which most most handicappers would say is too much, even for an elite quarterback. And I'm not sure he's an elite quarterback yet. He's he's certainly better than Beathard. But uh, ten and a half feels like a couple extra points. Again, another game I will not watch because that would hurt me to have to root for that team without a quarterback. But <laughs> uh, the Chargers, as talented as they are, they find ways to make mistakes. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a lot of points. The way they with a team that's historically pretty incompetent and missing field goals and blowing games and blowing leads and all that. I think it's more vote against insert backup quarterback here. And just that after the, I think the, the chargers need to win a game here. Um, so yeah, this will be, yeah. Again, a lot like the Raiders. Like if you want to prove that you're a real team, you have to win home games against teams like the Niners and the Browns. Yeah. So one game that I want to stay away from just no feel are the, the Texans at the Colts. Oh yeah, two teams that I don't know, yeah. like yeah, slop. It's yeah, both bad teams, both teams, no feel for Texans. Zero and three somehow. I can't believe it. But the Colts put up a fight last week, and Philly had so many chances to win that game. Um, Luck looks fine, like decent, <laughs> average. Didn't uh, didn't like him getting taken out to for the Hail Mary though. That uh, yeah, right. that can't feel good. I don't know. I I guess they're just leading uh, Colts because they're home. Uh, but Texans, like, this is, again, like, the Raiders, like, their kind of season. Like, they have so much talent, and Bill O'Brien is just pissing not, it away not here. Good. So, not good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's tough, yeah, but we're, uh, we're opposite a lot of games here. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, I think we, uh, we successfully confused everyone, so this is a chance for people to pick their favorite handicapper uh, between the two of us, at least, or, or some um, amalgamation of our picks. But uh, best of luck to everyone on their picks this week, and uh, hopefully – at least one of us will come out uh, on top again soon. Heck yeah. I hope no one quits at halftime and leaves your team. <laughs> Watch the whole game, please. Stay there. Yep, yep, yep. All right, buddy. We'll do it again next week. That was fun. Thanks.